Do you remember Lance Von Erich from World Class Championship Wrestling? Read all about his career in Portland, in Dallas, and overseas in his new book, Lance by Chance, Wrestling as a Von Erich. You'll read passages by Dusty Wolf, David Manning, and Kevin Von Erich. 25 chapters in all. You'll be surprised by what you read. Get your book at LanceByChance.com or on Amazon. You're listening to the Russellville Podcast. I'm your host, Vinny Berry, and today's guest is professional wrestler Brimstone from Mobile, Alabama. How you doing today, sir? I'm doing great, man. Thanks for having me on. Oh, you're welcome. And thank you. Thank you for talking to me, and thank you for agreeing to come on. I've, uh, I'm a little familiar with you. I have some friends that uh, are associated with Gulf Coast wrestling and they've uh kind of put me um you know kind of put the the spotlight on you a little bit and so they've talked to me about you so that's how i kind of that's how i've discovered you and seen some of your uh work on youtube um talk to me a little bit about how you've got in uh you know where where are you wrestling these days and uh how did you get involved in wrestling all right well yeah um well, to start with, I've been wrestling for a little over seven years, and uh, I got my start in uh, Mobile, Alabama, with a company called the Alabama Wrestling Federation. Uh, basically, long story short, a buddy of mine called me up one day and said that he'd seen a flyer for one of the local independent wrestling shows you know, taking place, and he'd never been before. And uh, I told him, man, he's going to have a great time. I've been to several of them. And... Uh, we went to the show, and uh, I actually had a few of the fans uh, come up to me at the end of the show and ask if I was a professional wrestler, and uh, kind of prompted me there because I'd always wanted to be a professional wrestler, you know, growing up as a kid, always loved it, uh, always had hoped that I could do it, just never necessarily took that leap of faith, so to speak, um, but anyway... I went and talked to the owner at the end of the show, and uh, we worked out a deal, and uh, that's how I got started training. And, uh, you know, now here I am, like I said, seven-plus years in, and I've wrestled for, uh, you know, many companies, uh, state of Alabama, and the state of Mississippi, Florida, uh, Tennessee, and even Texas. So, um it's been it's been fun. I've done some work. Uh, most of my work, I'd say, I do for um, Alabama Wrestling Federation and Diamond Championship Wrestling and uh, the Alabama Wrestling Alliance. Those are really the three main ones locally where I'm located. Over over the years, who have been some of your competition? I mean, who are some of the guys uh, locally that you wrestle, and maybe who are some of the maybe the superstars that you've had the opportunities to wrestle with. Who have you shared the ring with? Well, um, as far as independent talent goes, I'd say that um, my two biggest rivals that I've probably wrestled more than anybody would be uh, Mac Daddy Duds and uh, Russian Destruction Vladimir Kolov. Those two right there I've shared the ring with uh, more times than anybody else. Uh, definitely had some uh, really jam up matches with those guys. 
told some really great stories in and out of the rings. And uh, definitely uh, my my two biggest rivals. But I've also been I've been in the ring with a lot of great talent. Uh, just to throw some names out that I'm, I'm proud to have had the opportunity to work with would be, um, first off, I'd say uh, the war machine, Chad Cheatham. Chad Cheatham was an uh, independent wrestler that I saw when I was young, always looked up to him and hoped that I'd have an opportunity to get in the ring with, and I was fortunate to get in the ring with him a few times. Uh, but also, too quick, Eric Austin is one uh, veteran that I'd say uh, was proud to be able to work with. And another one, Cyrus LeVay, another, another ring veteran, uh, proud to be able to get in the ring with. Uh, another name I'd say, uh, Chris Black. I wasn't able to do a lot with him, but the time that I did, uh, that I was able to, you know, ever able to work with him, I really appreciated, uh, uh, the time that he gave me in the ring. Uh, but also, uh, you mentioned, you know, I guess names. Um, I will say I've, I've had a, a little bit of opportunity to work, uh, a few former WWE guys, um, whether it be, you know, tag team or, or whatever. Um, been in the ring with John Heidenreich. Um, actually been in the ring in, in tag team action with uh, Buff Bagwell once, actually. That was pretty cool. Very little interaction, but still, I can say I, I got in there with him. Um, tag teamed with, like being my partner, uh, uh, Chris Masters or Chris Adonis, whatever you want to call him. He was really cool, really cool guy. Um, got to sit and talk with him a while. That was cool. Uh, also, Carlito uh, was a tag team partner of mine in a match once, uh, and he, he ended up slapping me at the end because we lost. <laughs> but, um, yeah, um, got to meet some pretty interesting guys along the way. Uh, believe it or not, I've, I've got to meet and actually talk with, with Teddy Long several times. Um, even got to sit and talk with Bobby Lashley once for about an hour backstage. That was pretty cool. And, and uh, Boogeyman. So I've got to talk with those guys a lot. What do you think it is when you when you work with these guys or really have the the opportunity to sit down and talk to these guys? I mean, it's it, it's got to be you know uh, a great learning experience to listen to their stories. Yeah, maybe they're sharing things with you. Hey, whatever you do, don't do this. Or hey, avoid this. Or hey, you might want to try this. Or or even watching them in the ring, you know. Um, it's got to be, uh, it's got to be kind of like going to school. Absolutely. It was a lot like going to school because you're, you know, for one, you're, you try not to be starstruck because a lot of these guys are guys you watch on TV, you know, so the, the few I've had the opportunity to, to meet and speak with, I, I tried not to be so, you know, starstruck, you know, try not to just be a fan, but yes, try to learn something from the conversation. Uh, it was, it's, um, it's a very surreal experience, in my opinion, whenever you get that opportunity. Uh, you just try to soak it in the best you can. You try to think of, you know, good questions that you can actually ask and not just be a fan, so to speak. Um, but, yeah, definitely uh, try to learn something from from those guys. Uh, um, actually had an opportunity to do some training with, with John Heidenreich, which is very interesting, I'll say, uh, He's a good dude. Uh, really liked him. Um, so it was, uh, yeah, definitely learning experience, all that. Talk to us a little bit about 
your character, how you came up with your character. You know, you started wrestling uh, in your mid twenties, but I mean, you created with the, you came up with the, uh, the Brimstone name when you were uh, a young teenager. So just talk to us a little bit about that and, and how, where that came from and how you came up with that idea. So uh, the Brimstone name is something I actually came up with. Yeah. Like I said, when I was a young teenager, I was actually making a, a character in a video game. Uh, so had that character in my head a long time, you know, changed things up on it over and over again. But uh was definitely inspired by The Undertaker. Uh Helped uh, give me some inspiration on that name. Just uh thinking how could I come up with something that just kind of, I don't know, had a similar sound to it, so to speak, or just, uh just that's what went through my head anyway. And anyway, uh you know, Kane and Undertaker, you know, thought of Hellfire and Brimstone. And it was like, hey. I like that, you know, and then eventually uh, came up with the spelling with the Y in it instead of an I because there are, you know, there's other, been some other guys out there with the name Brimstone, but I wanted to keep that name, but just have it different, make it my own. And uh, basically my character, you know, is a fighter. I like to fight the guy who's always down for a fight, right? Brimstone's always ready for a fight. Always down to fight, but believes in fighting for what's right, fighting for what you believe in, so to speak. And um, so, yeah, um, you know, my my two favorite wrestlers, I would say, actually, were Undertaker and Shawn Michaels. That's who I probably preferred to watch over anybody. But as far as my in-ring style, I really uh, watch a lot of... Uh, uh, Sting and Bret Hart, Bret Hart a lot, uh, and even uh, some some of what uh, Steve Austin did. But Bret Hart's a big inspiration for a lot of the things I try to do in the ring, um, and just try to just you know make things my own. But uh, you know my my finishing move, you know some people love it, some people hate it. <laughs> I, I do. I call it the super fist, right? Uh, it's basically, you know, I, it's, it's my version of a Superman punch. Uh, but I just feel like the way I do it is different than anybody's ever done it. And um, you just have to see it live and in person to see what I mean. Um, when I deliver the Super Fist, uh, there's a reason why it's my finishing move. I'll just say that. Um, but likewise, like I said, you know, I was inspired by... Bret Hart and even Sting, well, obviously they do the same submission, right? The Scorpion Deathlock and the, the Sharpshooter. Well, I feel like most people you talk to, when they see someone do that move, um, they um, they refer to it as the Sharpshooter. And first off, I'll take a step back. Before I ever did that, I used to always do the ankle lock. I did the ankle lock a lot whenever I did a submission because I was a big Ken Shamrock fan also. Kind of, uh, I think I've left that part out. Uh, Ken Shamrock was definitely one that I loved to watch growing up. Um, but I just, I did it for so long. I was like, I want to do something different. And so I started doing the, what I call the brimstone death lock. 
just to put my own twist to it, but whether you want to call it sharpshooter, whatever you want to call it, uh, started doing that. Um, I think it uh, feels a little more natural doing it now that I do it instead of the ankle lock. I feel like this is a little bit more natural. I don't know if that makes sense, but uh, just when you're out there in the ring doing certain things, some things feel natural, some things can feel forced. Uh, this just so feels natural. I feel like I can lock it in on anybody at any time. Okay. So uh, talk to us a little bit also, too, about championships that you've had and maybe some big matches that you've had. Well, um, let's see. Um, well, for starters, uh, I'll say um, I can proudly say that I am recognized as the longest reigning Alabama Wrestling Federation heavyweight champion uh, in the history of the company. Um, very, very proud of that. Uh, very grateful that they, uh, you know, helped me obtain that um, status. I believe it was about three years and five months, if I'm, if I'm correct. Uh, very proud of that statistic. The company's been around for how long? Uh, 20 years or so. I, I want to say 20, maybe 21 years. It's been around a while. There's been a lot of uh, very talented individuals hold that title. And and like I said, some of them even held that title for a good two years, several, several of them, two years or even better. Uh, deservingly so. And, and I'm not going to lie, some of them may have been a little more active than me. I know the company, while I was champion, did go through a, a time where they didn't do as many shows as some years. Uh, but I defended the title every single time that they had a show, and then I was asked to defend it, you know. I uh, was very, just very proud to be able to do that. Um, but also, very proud to say that I'm a two-time Diamond Championship Wrestling Gulf Coast champion. Um, as, as some of you may know, may not know, uh, one of my fans actually nicknamed me Mr. Gulf Coast uh, a few years ago, a couple years ago. And, uh, I'm very proud that I have a nickname that isn't something I came up with like so many guys do, right? So many guys, their nickname is something they came up with that they wanted to be called. You think about it, you know, um, Bret Hart, when he called himself, you know, best there is, best there was, best there ever will be, that's something he came up with. And then everybody agreed. <laughs> this is a nickname that fans came up with me. So I'm very proud of that, Mr. Gulf Coast. So when, you know, becoming a two-time DCW Gulf Coast champion, uh, also very proud of that. Um, uh, happy with those two runs. Uh, happy with what I was able to do there so far. And for those who, who aren't familiar with Gulf Coast Wrestling, I mean, it it's a huge scene. It's been alive for, for quite some time. There might be uh, different yeah. promotions that kind of, you know, maybe kind of take their turn or maybe some have left and some have come in. But, you know, for several, several years and, I mean, decades, right, Gulf Coast Wrestling has yeah. been a mainstay. Talk to me a little bit about oh, yeah. what it's what it's like, what it's like to wrestle, what the fans are like, what what the scene is like. Uh, man, I love it. I, I think that um, wrestling on the Gulf Coast right now is, is great. You you get multiple styles of shows. Uh, you you've got some promotions that are really into doing um, what 
some of us may call, you know, gimmick matches, but I think it's very entertaining for the fans, you know, where you get your cage matches or your ladder matches or your hardcore matches. Uh, and then you have a lot of other ones that just, they really like the traditional style of just, you know, you got your traditional, you know, singles matches, tag team matches. Uh, and, and there's a place for all of that. You know, you've got a good mix of old school guys. It's been around a while and, and along with new people coming in, uh, it, 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 a whole world of talent, uh, a little bit of something for everybody. And uh, I'll even say that the women that are on the Gulf Coast are tremendous wrestlers all the way from Florida to Texas. Just um, check them out for sure. Gulf Coast Wrestling, yeah, it's alive and well. Uh, the fans are great. We, we have fans on the Gulf Coast that will travel from state to state to see their favorite wrestlers. There's no doubt about it. Uh, I have, you know, some people that will – come to every single show that I do in Florida, Alabama, and Mississippi, you know. Um, there's there's some fans, some people, um, I, I won't say names just because I don't know if he wants to be mentioned or not, but there's a guy who's based out of Louisiana, and he has fans that will follow him all the way to Atlanta, Georgia, if that's where he's going. Uh, the, the fans along the Gulf Coast, they love their professional wrestling. They're some of the best they are. They're very supportive. You know, they buy your merchandise, uh, they share your posts on social media. Um, it, uh, I love it. It's, it's really, uh, it's really good. We're trying to grow, you know, the crowds are not always huge, but given the size of most of the buildings that we're in, we get pretty decent turnouts, I think. Well, it's, it's definitely uh, a hot scene, you know, and, uh, I shared with you earlier, you know, my friend John Paul LeBlanc, he's been taking pictures throughout the Gulf Coast region for the last 10 years. And, you know, uh, he he shared his pictures with me, and I've been going through 10 years of pictures, probably 10,000 pictures <laughs> in there, you know. And Oh, I'm sure, yeah. You, you'd be surprised, you know, who are in these pictures. You know, Keith Lee is in there, AJ Styles, mm-hmm. Teddy Long, um, Jazz, oh, yeah. Rodney Mack, and, and – mm-hmm. Luke Hawks and my goodness, I mean, I could go on and on yeah. and on and on. And, you know, Tremendous talent all on the Gulf Coast. Yeah. Not only the mainstays, but, you know, the guys that come in, you know, too, from different places to, to wrestle there because they know the scene is hot too. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. You got, I mean, there's, there's people, you know, from, from Tennessee and North Georgia. They're like, yeah, we want to go down to the Panhandle of Florida. We want to go down to South Alabama, South Mississippi. All the time, you know, so, um, and likewise, we want to go up there, you know, so it's, uh, it's this, the South right now is, I love the wrestling scene on the South right now. There's a lot of good talent, a lot of good promotions. Um, yeah, definitely. I'm, I'm, um, honestly, I'm kind of surprised right now that you don't see more of the talent from the Gulf Coast right now on your, uh, you know, your, your, um, your AEW and your WWE television. I'm kind of surprised to be quite honest. I agree. There's a movement happening. Um, you know, there's a lot of good talent there. Th- this scene is hot. You, you got, if yeah. you're not familiar with it, you got to look into it. Yeah. And, and Be- because there's, like I said, there's just, there's, there's so many different, um, styles 
that that can be all in one show a little bit of something for everybody you know you like uh you know you have some people that really are into doing some you know high flying acrobatic stuff well there's people on the gulf coast that do that if you're more into you know traditional style uh, professional wrestling there's plenty of people to do that too so and you got some big guys too so if you're into seeing the big muscle guys that do power moves <laughs> and there's lucha libre on the gulf coast yes Yes, there there's some great ones, matter of fact. Uh, if I was a fan tuning into this for the first time and I'm thinking, hey, I should check out this Gulf Coast wrestling thing, where would I go? I mean, where would I go to see some matches? Can you give me some YouTube channels or tell me some promotions I could look up to to uh, watch some of these, these talented wrestlers? Well, uh, I can tell you this. If you, if you were to go to... Um, YouTube, definitely, you know, uh, you would, you know, find my page, Brimstone, which I haven't done a lot with lately. There's not a lot on there. I plan on updating it soon. Uh, another one who has a great YouTube channel would be Vladimir Koloff. Uh, he posts a lot of his matches from all over the Gulf Coast. He does a lot of traveling. Same with Mac Daddy Dud. Um, I want to say Diamond Championship Wrestling has a YouTube channel that, that has most of their stuff posted to it as well. Um, and, uh, I'm not a hundred percent sure, but there's a company that does work in Louisiana and Mississippi, uh, pro wrestling two, two, five, pretty sure they have a YouTube channel. I know they do some really good shows. Um, I'm not sure if the Alabama wrestling federation has a YouTube channel or not, but you could look it up and check it out. I know there are, uh, videos on YouTube of Alabama wrestling federation, but I'm just not quite sure. Um, if they actually have a channel or not, um, and, and and go down the rabbit hole from there, you know. <laughs> Absolutely, and boy, I yeah. tell you, I've been down that rabbit hole, and it's it's a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> hey, where can uh, where can fans find you on social media? If you have anything you want to plug, uh, go ahead and take that time to do that now. Where can we find you? How can fans get in touch with you? Uh, where are you at? Well, um, for starters, um, you can find me on uh, TikTok or Instagram under The Brimstone, uh, at The Brimstone, all lowercase, and that's a B-R-Y-M-S-T-O-N-E, remember. Uh, and also, I have a Facebook page, just Brimstone. I have two of them. Uh, one is a like page. One is just a regular you know, Brimstone Facebook page. You can find me on any of those. Again, I do have a YouTube channel uh, that I plan on updating soon, just Brimstone, that you can uh, see a little bit of my stuff. Uh, my um, And I also have a uh, a website where I sell a little bit of merchandise if you're interested in uh, checking that out. Um, there's actually a, an updated link. I don't have the updated link in front of me, but even the old link will still take you there. And that's uh, teespring.com slash stores slash brimstone dash baby uh but also if you go to my instagram or tiktok or my facebook like page uh the link to there you know is is in the uh, bio for all that um that's where you can follow me that's where you can find all my stuff and that that's that's good man that thank you for sharing that with us and that'll that'll be fun for fans to to check out too and and hopefully they'll uh go to some of those 
promotion wrestling pages or uh, YouTube channels and, and to check out some of the action that's happening on the Gulf Coast. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think uh, – I, I don't think they'd be disappointed. I can tell you that. Oh, I know they won't be. Well, <laughs> Brimstone, I, I'm going to I'm gonna thank you very much for having you on our show. And uh, I'm going to let you know I'm going to give you an open invitation, man. You ever want to come back, you're more than welcome to uh, come on the show and we can we can talk some more. Awesome, man. I appreciate you having me, man. I've had a fun time. You're listening to the Russellville Podcast, where wrestling lives. wondered what happened to Lance Von Erich? Find out in his new book, Lance by Chance, Wrestling as a Von Erich. You'll read stories about Chris Adams, Ric Flair, and Billy Jack Haynes. And of course, the Von Erich family themselves. Get your book today at lancebychance.com or on Amazon.